going to dance. We're going to dance. We're going to dance and have some fun. Dig. and I'll have a collective reading out for you for the rest of the month very soon. Shortest introduction ever, and that's because I don't want to make you wait any longer. Have a wonderful day. A lot of stuff I think will be happening that year specifically for all of us. Like, Mm -hmm. that's why we're all like, yeah, everything's starting out slow kind of with like our Patreons, with our podcasts and everything. It's it's us. We're feeding each other. We're giving each other that nourishing energy. But it's really we're vamping up and we're preparing because we're going to get hit. And it's going to be beautiful. Um, It's going to be amazing. But it's also going to be overwhelming at times Mm -hmm. because, you know, there is such a small number compared to the proportions of society that are going to be waking up and seeking help and, yes. you know, not knowing how to, uh, how to go about, like, we're just, we're laying those paths. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Uh, you know, that was part of what went into starting the meow podcast was trying to put something out there that would have, um, you know, tools for people and a place for people to land as they were just awakening. Um, yeah, so much in what you just said. Uh, the the men, the divine masculine awakening in them. And, you know, uh, it can be very easy as women, especially growing up as a woman, um, to get stuck in the the misogyny and all the sexism and all the things, but I've had to learn to remind myself of their conditioning and what they grew up in and that they're going to be coming out of all that. So like they're going through a process that, you know, as women, most of us have already been through various layers of that. And then especially as uh, people that are, at a, you know, maybe vibrating at a little higher frequency um, because we've done that work. But uh, there are, there are, there's going to be so many people. I mean, I can feel it. I know um, it seems to go like in six month cycles. That's what I've noticed where there will be like a, an event, a celestial type of event. And then all of a sudden uh, the grid the 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 liminal space the the noise the you know you can hear and feel all of those people coming online that are just there newly and now totally confused and don't know what's going on and so it can be a little overwhelming if you're an intuitive and you're not aware of it because it can feel like suddenly the world got tremendously loud and you don't know why but um <laughs> but that's um yeah that's something that Karen and I had touched on last night even it's like mm-hmm. growing up 
and having these gifts and not understanding, you know, like I didn't know that those were things that I was understanding. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was taking on a lot of the stuff that my family was projecting onto me thought wise, emotion wise. And Mm -hmm. it was also, and and I, I didn't know that it wasn't mine. You know what I mean? So like, I couldn't differentiate. So to be able to differentiate that is going to be huge. Um, Oh yeah. And then the other thing that you made me think of is how I was shown, um, that when this, when the masculine wakes up and when these men start waking up and they start waking up to the fact that they did have sex with that girl while she was Mm -hmm. really, really drunk Mm -hmm. and they did do these things. I was shown how, how horrible they are going to feel about themselves and how they will internalize forms of self-destruction and self-loathing and like worthlessness and like thoughts of like, well, I should be, I should kill myself because I, I did those things. You know, I did that because right. they're unaware. And this is coming from someone who has, if you know my story, which you don't, I know that you don't. And I, I tried to, oh, I think you do actually know from that one, from the trauma, from the, when I was like, okay, trauma on the mod posts or whatever. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So, you know, the brutality of some of my story. And so mm-hmm. for me to be able to look at the masculine energy and understand that they're going to go through that and the compassion that is going to be needed for that, um, especially from women that have had to survive and, mm-hmm. you know, heal from, from such things. Like we have to, like, we're preparing for that. We're fully preparing for that. We have to be able Mm -hmm. to say like, you did this, but you have to learn how to forgive yourself for it. And they have to like, each person has to learn how to forgive themselves and for, you know, forgive the other person letting themselves off that unforgiveness hook because, Mm -hmm. you know, that resentment is like, we always hear it's drinking poison, waiting for the other person to die. Yeah, it sure is. It absolutely is. That is so completely true. Um, you were talking about channeling your poetry Mm -hmm. uh, and that sometimes you don't like, you're not even sure what it means until you give it to the person. And they're like, Oh, I know exactly what this means. And that um, it made me think of something uh, that happened last year, actually. Um, Jess, uh, Jesse, Amanda, magpie song healing. She does Reiki. She's in Australia. Uh, She also has a great business with her sister where they do, um, uh, tripping for, um, you know, expansion and also mental health. Uh, so they work with psilocybin and those kinds of things. But, um, during, it was, it was a little over a year ago during the really huge fire that we had here, uh, very close. So it was like weeks of dense, thick smoke. And, um, it was really affecting my health very badly. So she offered to um, give me Reiki. And in her Reiki session, one of the things that came up for her, um, like she was like, this, I know this is going to sound so weird, but this is what I'm seeing. And as soon as she told me, I knew exactly what it meant because before I had gone into that session with her, one of the things I had been um you know, kind of talking to my guides about it, talking to myself about it, my higher self is like, uh, am I really connecting in this way that I feel like I am? Am I really the size of the planet and hugging the earth right now? You know, those sorts of things. And so what came through was this fantastic video, this fantastic song and cartoon um, from Sesame Street. And, uh, and so I'm telling you because you mentioned numbers a little bit ago. Uh, and so it was the one where it's like it was done in the 70s. And so it's like really cool animation and super groovy. Um, and even if you look at the animation, it was like very progressive, you know, <laughs> super, uh, it almost looks like it's about ascension. But anyway, it's um, just there's, and the Pointer Sisters, uh actually sang this song for this video and it's just um one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve and I was like okay the 12 dimensions that that's what they're they're telling me is that yes that is what you're doing that is what you're connecting with and now you just need to learn how to work with that um and so that was such a such an amazing way to give it to me. 
I would, yeah, the word that I want to use is like profound because even mm-hmm. when you were saying like, am I as big as the earth? Am I the, am I giving the earth a hug? Like my heart, like just like I could feel it. And I was like, mm-hmm. that is such a beautiful like imagery and thing to be able to experience. And then also that's a huge sync with Sesame Street because I don't know if you saw or if it was in the AOD or where it was, but um, in, I don't know if it was my newsfeed or what group it was in, but just recently somebody had posted a something from Sesame Street that was the Sesame Street in some episode at some point in time had the flower of life. Oh, wow. Really yeah. cool. I and did I not had see no that. I- I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, I had no idea. And they were talking. And so I think, you know, that one, I think that's exactly what that was about. And they were telling you like, because I guess that's in like, you know, a lot of these screenwriters and producers mm-hmm. and stuff, they're tapped in, even if they're unaware that they're tapped mm-hmm. in, like everybody talks about Joe Rogan, he's tapped in, but mm-hmm. you know, how aware are they? Right. Um, but it's just the fact of like, we're getting all these messages because they're some, you know, they're, they're getting telepathic channeled messages and Mm -hmm. it's sparking their creativity um Mm -hmm. but sesame street was one i definitely think that was used a lot it was super huge it was super big and Mm -hmm. i mean it was playful it was free it was fun i think there was a lot of subliminal um but i love i love the hugging the earth oh that just that's beautiful that's exactly what it it felt like and feels like continues to feel like um the first time it's like, it, it chokes me up to even try to talk about it because it is so, it's just so profound. Like it's the only word for it. It's profound, but, and, and I truly believe that we all have the capacity to learn to expand our energy to do that. So I'm, you know, I'm not claiming that I am um, special in this way or that I'm the only one who has, I'm sure there's many ways to accomplish that. But uh, for me, it was through whale song and um, chanting that I listened to in the bathtub a lot. And I, um, I had expanded out my energy like that and I was feeling that embrace. And then um, I felt her hug me back. It was like, it was like the hug that you always wanted to get from your mom or your parents or your family, you know, just one of those perfect hugs that makes you feel completely loved, held, secure. Um, and, And since then that's, you know, what has spurred all of this, the podcast, what I do online, everything. I just, I, now I'm like, I want to, I want to experience that hug. And so I'm going <laughs> to work on it. Mean? I'm going to, I'm going to work on it. And yes, I, I, I think that we don't give ourselves enough credit <clears throat> because we are all one and you are very special mm-hmm. for experiencing that because that is going to allow someone else to know that they can be that special too. It's just going to be in a different way maybe, or they mm-hmm. can take your advice and your suggestions and how you did it. And then mm-hmm. maybe it might not work as well for them, but then all of a sudden there's like, well, since you're trying this, add this little twist to it. Cause mm-hmm. you know, like we're all different, but yeah. Yeah. We're all the same. So like yeah. your, your specialty is bringing these things for other people to understand. It's like, we're all bringing these things and we're all mm-hmm. bringing different elements to it. Um, and that reminds me of the time that I was on this mountaintop for work. And um, cause I'm uh, my day job, I'm a diesel fuel truck delivery driver. Oh um, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Keep going, <laughs> but I'll tell you why. Um, I was gonna that. Well, my mom growing up <clears throat> always did the sign language of the, I love you. Mm-hmm. And so like, I had been doing that in my awakening. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've been doing it at different points and being like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Having fun childlike, you know what I mean? Like just really getting, you know, enjoying getting to know myself again and being mm-hmm. free. Um, and I looked up and in the clouds were, was God conscious? Like, oh, and wow. I was just like, <gasps> and so I, I know, uh, an element of the experience that oh, you yeah. experienced. You know I mean, it's definitely a little bit different, but it's still that, oh my gosh, like the, 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 the source, cause you're working with source, but you're working mm-hmm. with source through Gaia so much. And you know what I mean? Like I'm mm-hmm. working through this element of psychological and things like that. And so to, mm-hmm. to get that feedback in the way that we know it and that we give it out, it's just like, um, the, I am that I got and posted on my story says perfect. It says, it says, I send out vibrations that speak the same language, language as what I desire. And it easily comes to me. 
So that just, you know what I mean? Like what you put out, you get back and same mm-hmm. with in the elements that we are. And so that's, that, that really resonated right there with your story. I was like, oh, that's like that, that, that reminds me at this time. So thank you. Well, yeah. And that absolutely was you doing the same thing. Um, it is, it is a beautiful feeling and really <clears throat> it's, it's super simple. Um, and I know you've heard me talk about it before, but I'm just going to mention it in case any of the listeners wanted to, wanted to hear it again. Uh, you start in your core and you see that um, rose quartz uh, love bubble is what I call it. It's the love part of your auric field. And as you breathe in, you're breathing in source energy in them. As you breathe out, you're seeing that expand and get bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, at first it's, it's your room and then you can be covering your, your home or the building that you live in. And then your town, your neighborhood, uh, and then you just slowly expand out more every time you do this and what happened is really quickly with practice uh it's like you can just turn it on and you just um I'm that, sure and that you energy know this. pops out um oh sorry I, no, yeah, I'm, like, um, yeah. I'm, I'm super excited to tell you this though I'm sure that you know this but maybe maybe uh just a reiteration or maybe just um from an outside person telling you but like as you're sitting there saying like you know this is what you do this is you know how to go about it and you know I've done it with you before um and then just imagining it now you have that ability that you can help other people's expand theirs because yours is so big so I watched mine go out over like vast like basically the whole earth whereas by myself it would have taken a lot more focus and more reiteration and more work but with you and your combined energy and you speaking it while I'm in mat like while I'm imagining and envisioning it just made it like that so wow that that's could be really good to know thank yeah, you that for could that be validation that as people are trying to expand that you know what I mean like yeah. maybe I don't know if it, it would coincide with the grounding it feels like it's a separate thing but mm-hmm. um but yeah, you absolutely uh, magnify it. You absolutely, because yours is already so big and you've worked so hard that you can harmonize and choose, okay, well, this person, I'm going to help them grow it. And mm-hmm. I see I see it being kind of exhausting at first, um, but as you'll gain more strength, you'll gain more energy and uh, what's the word like uh, stamina. Like, so, um, but that, but it's absolutely 100% something that you can offer to to anybody. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, I, I have found, and that's the good thing is that I, you know, what specifically was given to me to use, um, generally doesn't deplete me. And, um, if anything, it has helped heal a lot of physical difficulties in my body. Uh, it's made things. I almost can't keep up with it because it is such a drastic difference from where I was at physically, even in May versus now. Um, And with winter coming, you know, we had a big, huge winter storm. Normally that would kick my ass and I would, uh, at least in the past, I would be in bed for like the first week or so as my body adjusted to suddenly feeling 80. And then, (laughs) um, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, and then, um, you know, I would adjust, and, but I would kind of go through the winter season, just, um, being more low energy, experiencing more pain, not being as vital for sure. And that does not seem to be happening to me at all. And I know it's because of this work and I've heard other people who do uh, standard Reiki, you know, talk about how before they started doing that work, like their hands would hurt all the time and they would have different things. And then as soon as they start using the energy the way they're supposed to be using it um their body heals a lot of stuff but i was gonna mention the day job of uh driving (laughs) driving the truck because um just the fact that you can do that job (laughs) and be you know loving and spiritual in any way says so much about your your heart and your spirit and your your Thank person you. because uh Monday and, and you know I'm always reminding myself 
to just, cause I've actually done it in traffic. One time, this guy who was doing the, you know, I have to get around everybody sort of thing, even though we're all going to wind up at the next stoplight, you know, together. Yes. <laughs> um, I put him in like a, like a love bubble tractor beam. <laughs> I love that. And he so couldn't, good. it was like, he couldn't get away from me. And I was doing it because I was like, okay, I'm not going to be mad. I'm going to try to do this because if I can do it in a store with people, maybe I can do it, you know, with this guy who's freaking out in traffic. And sure enough, he did seem to just kind of chill out and maybe he went on and had a better day. But um, Monday when I had to go out, I, this uh, woman, I don't know. And, you know, I'm always reminding myself to have the compassion. You don't know what somebody else is going through, but like three times <laughs> away from where I was going, uh, where I started from to where I was going, she like, you know, almost caused an accident and was just oh driving so bananas. And um, I was getting really frustrated. And so this uh, last night when I was thinking about talking to you today, I thought, yeah, you know, Marie has got the love, man, because if she can drive that <laughs> for a living and not just go around flipping off and cussing out the entire world that says a lot right there it's very very rare and I think the only time that I might like cuss is when they do something that scares me that jeopardizes their safety because yeah. I truly think that when you go to get your driver's license there should be a question of how far ahead of a tractor trailer or a semi truck or some yes. kind of loaded vehicle do you have to be in front of them before you pass over and it should be a minimum of 500 feet um mm -hmm. because what people don't know is that an empty semi truck is actually harder to stop than a full one and right. the power of that like i have people that literally like they'll pass me and there'll be nobody up in, in front of either of us. And they'll still get right over to where there's like mm -hmm. five feet in between my, and we're going 70 and I have, you know, 5,000 gallons of diesel fuel. And if I have to hit those brakes, the brakes are going to stop me. But at the same time, that surge from that fluid is going to push me forward. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just terrifying to me that, yeah. you, that people don't realize, like you literally have, I don't know how many tons of weight like, that could just go over top of you. And so it's like, please go up. I know you've been waiting your whole life for the Patreon community that is just for you. My Xanadu Patreon, my Xanadu Collective is there and ready to accept you in and support you in your expansion and your grid work. It is hard for me to do anything comedic, which I have to be fake serious. But for real though, the Patreon is so much fun and come join the party. You can also book any of my available services, some which I haven't even put on the menu yet because I don't know what to call them. I'm your one-stop shop for readings, energy work, uh, animal communication, mediumship, and anchoring of your consciousness. So I even do academic tutoring. So if I can be of service to you or you want to join the Patreon, that is where you get the most bang for your buck because you can get a reading every month if you join at the VIP tier and I'm always running specials each month for bonuses for when you join at any tier. So head on over to my link tree and check out my Patreon, my services on Square, and my other podcasts as well. I am providing you with as much entertainment and love and resources and fun as I have in me. And I appreciate my patrons more than they know. I thank them on the daily and I would love to be thanking you on the daily. So if you would like to support the podcast, that is a great way to do it by joining the Patreon. Much love. And if I can be of service to you in a private reading, book that at my Square Booking site through the link tree. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. Now back to that interview.
the other thing I, this is, this is my path. I can't complain. I went from bartending and serving for 12 years. And the deal was I will leave the industry if you get me at least 20 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I definitely there, thankfully, um, very, very, uh, very, very wonderful on that end. But mm-hmm. um, it wasn't something I ever dreamt of doing. I didn't want to do it at all mm-hmm. whenever it came down to it. Mm-hmm. But I made the deal and I had to follow through with the universe. And um, so I, I I get torn between Gaia and what, you know, because I deliver to frack sites and sure. like, they, they, rape, they rape the earth and it's that right. masculine energy. So every time that I'm there, I'm saving the the bugs that fall into the water pits and the, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm wiping mm-hmm. their wings off from the brine water and I'm setting mm-hmm. them over in the grass and I'm just doing all of these nurturing things. But then I also know like, this was what I chose uh, to experience and it's for the highest good. It's for my highest good. And that eventually mm-hmm. we won't have to worry about it. Hope we'll be in solar energy. And mm-hmm. it does take a little bit of energy consumption to do that, but it's not pillaging like you know right right um like we are now so um I have combated that as well and uh it's just but I'm I have to be very thankful for my job I work a four Mm -hmm. and three schedule it gives me a lot of liberties and a lot of freedom and I'm home Mm -hmm. every night Mm -hmm. um but it's definitely not something I ever thought I would do now if you ask my best friend who's known me since um like elementary school days um Mm -hmm. uh, her name is Jackie and she's not really in the spiritual community or anything but when she found out I was a truck driver she was like well that makes sense you cussed like one all growing up and (laughs) it's like I did but now like now I'm like when when I when I should have like when the Mm -hmm. personality would have matched the uh the job career Mm -hmm. it's like a paradox it's like okay so now I'm like this proper etiquette woman that's like you know not cussing and Uh not screaming at people and not eating processed fast foods and all that mm-hmm. stuff it's like it's really funny so it's just it's well it sounds to me like I mean it makes a lot of sense to me and I it's I'm glad that I brought it brought it up so that you could share that because it's not like I it's not like what I heard what you were doing for a living I was just wondering knowing you and knowing how much you care about the earth I was wondering how that because uh, I mean, we all have to still at this point, it will change in the future. But at this time, we still need to have ways to make a living and take care of ourselves. Um, and you not taking the job isn't going to make it not happen. So you exactly. being in that role and having that intention of the highest good and setting that example for your colleagues your your peers like them saying oh I can do this job and not eat you know convenience store food every day those types of things have a big impact and just your presence but you are so right about I mean people do not respect uh trucks on the road they they don't and on the highway it's like I know because I've I've had the privilege to know a lot of um truck drivers in my life and um I I know what those rules are but it's like and they do ask those questions on the driver's test but I think people just forget and do don't they? yeah on they the regular, do okay mm-hmm. see I, like I mean I know they do on the CDL yeah. test but whenever I had yeah. to retake my license test as an adult because uh mm. I had some license problem and I but there's you know a hundred and some questions that they could sure. potentially ask so I don't ever I remember seeing ones about railroad tracks and things like that but never mm-hmm. any about semi-trucks and so that's why yeah. but I'm glad to hear that they do because- yeah they do because my both of my kids just uh, have been through the process of getting licensed and so they do talk about it and that's one of the things I mean they know because they've heard me say it their whole lives in the car because I'll be like oh that person they just cut off that truck and then you know because I can see it all happening in front of me and I'm like who that's a close one and I <laughs> really glad that the truck drivers are paying attention to what all the uh unaware inconsiderate people are doing because a lot of people could get hurt but I love that you are being in that environment and being that good example it makes perfect sense to me um something that I just figured out uh with the help of the citations they um called me to work uh 
I don't think it was last weekend. I think it was the weekend before last, maybe. Hasn't been very long. It's only been, whenever the oil spill happened uh, in San Diego, the most recent thing. So I'm going to tell you this because maybe it'll um, be like another layer of feeling better about this whole process, um, you know, with the fracking and everything. Uh, so what they showed me, the cetaceans, um, called me to school <laughs> so that they could show me how to be and I don't I honestly don't know why I never thought about it it's just not a way that I ever thought about using grid work but what they showed me was is that we can um, those of us who assume that planetary energy size in the astral can use a uh, sections of the grid because we're able to grab onto those and and use that like um you know like an art medium kind of but um basically that we can lay it down on the ocean floor like a blanket and then um with intention pick up the corners bundle up whatever is not supposed to be in the water so the petroleum um plastics, chemicals, whatever, and then hand it off to a particular dragon, uh, the black dragons from Sirius, I think is who they are. They can um, fly into the earth and they that's one of their specialties. And so what they showed me is that uh, the problem isn't that the oil exists because it is part of earth. The problem is that we took it from where it was supposed to be and put it somewhere else. So they were basically showing me how we can, um, you know, collectively working together, um, energetically deal with some of these issues. And so basically you're just taking the oil from where it doesn't belong and giving it to the dragons to put back where it does belong. I love that. And I love working with dragons. So I'm super excited to like, you know, put that to good use, especially when I'm sitting there on an oil pad or something like that. And I don't have mm -hmm. anything else to do. I'm just going to be like, all right, dragons, where can we work today? Like, mm -hmm. oh, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing Oh, you're that. welcome. You're welcome. Um, I'm, I, and I keep saying this, but it's, everybody's been uh, overwhelmed. So I don't need to explain that part. Just life has been super extra busy for everybody. I know it's not just me, but uh, I am going to uh, record an actual guided meditation and the whole thing so that because part of what they gave me as a visual that was so much fun because I've been trying to explain, especially the people that are in my Patreon, just how big they truly are how, you know, that we are the gods that Jessa talks about and that yes. we are so much bigger than we realize in energetic light form. Um, and so what they showed me was like, so imagine if a whale was like the size of a small dog. Okay. That's, that's how big we are. Oh, that's, wow. That's how big we are energetically. We can stand in the ocean and it comes up to like our waist in different places. So that is how big we are. And so part of that guided meditation will be um, helping people understand how truly, truly great their energy is, how truly big we are. I can't wait to see you release it. Oh, I'm excited <laughs> for it. Especially I am with the too. dragons and the, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I haven't worked with whales a whole lot, but you just make me keep wanting to inch toward it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I feel this, I feel this calling now. So I'm going to have to start getting into that as well. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Well, it's super easy. Just, you know, listen to some, uh, whale and dolphin sounds and they will pull you right in. They, they want to connect with us. They just like we have our own missions we're kind of their mission, you know, and uh, it also supports them as well. But okay. connecting with their energy helps us to navigate the fluctuations of Earth's magnetic field and everything makes, coming in. That makes um, sense because I'm getting that it's basically like they're seeking balance and they're mm -hmm. trying to give us balance and receive yes. balance and us giving yes. it to you. So that makes perfect sense. Yes, that is exactly what it is. It's balanced because they're at that uh, gamma brainwave all the time. They're at 30 hertz frequency all the time. And so like, you know, like you were saying, we connect and we amplify. They connect with us and they help um, 
raise our frequency so that whatever chaos energy or fluctuations in the Schumann or, uh, you know, societal chaos, whatever's going on, it, that like helps bring us back into our centered place. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'm that, getting the word heart, yeah. like they're, they harmonize and not just mm -hmm. like, not just that they match ours, but they bring us into that peaceful harmony instead mm -hmm. of that, the, the roller coaster. So yeah, that's, yeah. Oh. Okay. Now I'm excited. I'm going to go listen <laughs> to them when I meditate today I hear a little bit. I'm going to be like, yes, that's what I need in my life. They, they are the best. They really are. And I swear after a while, if you do that on a pretty regular basis, you're going to start understanding what they're saying. Like it, it's not even like, you know, it's not like the intuitive knowing it's mm -hmm. like you have a translator in your brain, like you're on Star Trek oh, and so cool. yeah, it's so you'll be listening to this happened to me a few months ago, the first time. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> what the hell is going like, did you just on? say that? Like... Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, you know, and that's the thing I think, and I know you're this way too. It's like, for, for listeners and for people who are new to all of these things and who are just awakening, we still question ourselves. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. I question what I have for breakfast. Right. Like, if, if I question that, you could believe that I'm like, uh. yeah, definitely. Um, so gosh, we, time has flown on here with you. We've had such a wonderful so conversation. Yeah, it's so enjoyable. Um, is what are, is there anything before we wrap up? Is there anything else that you would really love people to know about, you know, you and your services and what you provide, um, and your journey? Is there anything that we haven't covered that you really wanted to talk about? Yeah, I would love to, um, just for a brief second. Um, and it was what I was, um, what I feel or recorded with uh, Karen last night was the 12 steps of spiritual alchemy. So I am in recovery and things like that. And I have been brought to the illumination and understanding of how the 12 steps will eventually be implemented into the collective and for all of the ones awakening after us, mm -hmm. um, because it's, it should be used 1222, um, should be used as a proactive <laughs> measure instead of a reactive measure. Um, mm -hmm. and that they invoke alchemy of the highest good that aligns you with, um, higher consciousness, spiritual awakenings and all that stuff. And it's always free. It's nothing but a pure energy exchange. And once you do them, you can go walk somebody else through them. Um, and it's really, really actually just beautifully amazing and free. They can be applied to anything. So if you're a control freak or if you've been trauma bonded or um, if you like the dopamine roller coaster of chaos and you want to get mm -hmm. off of it, um, all of those things can be applied. Uh, the one that I have written for the collective and for society as a whole is it starts out with, you know, uh, step one, I am powerless over what I am unconscious to, and it makes my life unmanageable ah. because we're all powerless to what we don't know is buried in our own psyche. So mm -hmm. the processed foods, all of these things that we're just starting to get glimpses of, like the lawsuit with Facebook and how they've known, and everybody knows it's unhealthy, how much sure. screen time we get, but right. we still don't stop looking at it. So mm -hmm. this is a, this is an answer for that to get outside of that and stop needing these things outside of ourselves um, and to harmonize telepathy more and not need the screen time to communicate. Mm -hmm. You know how to use telepathy now and you know who you're talking to and you're like, hey, give me like you know like this yeah. is awesome um so I'm a facilitator of that and then um everything is on my website like you talked about at the beginning and uh I just yeah thank you You're oh so and the welcome. podcast the podcast You're so HP3. welcome so yes, yes ah. hp3 make sure you check that out and give Marie all the follows everywhere and um and Shannon, I love yeah. that and Shannon of course um I'm gonna have to have her on for sure uh, the, love that. <laughs> um, the 12 steps of, I love that because I, like, I never personally was in the rooms or, um, did that formally. Um, I was just fortunate, I guess, not to have any particular, um, obvious addictions, but I definitely, uh, know that there are things like codependency, like I probably, but There's a 12 for that as well. Mm -hmm, yeah. And but, it's really, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but, but what I did do though, is there was a, um, like a, it was actually a fitness challenge, but the guy who, uh, 
was doing it. And I'm not going to say his name just because he's actually kind of a putz. And <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought you were going to say endorse his stuff or drive anyone there. But the, the, the good things that I got out of it were community. And um, he basically took the 12 steps and turned it into like an inner and outer journey. Like, in other words, you're, you're doing the steps and then you're also working on your nutrition and physical movement and all that. Um, I have completely turned away from diet culture at this point and I'm like radically against it, um, uh, for intuitive eating. Uh, but the, those steps that helped me tremendously to recover I love from that you have that experience yeah. that makes my I go I'm just all tingly yeah like, yes. it, it it helped me to forgive things that were done to me and to forgive those people in ways that it so like that laid the foundation for me to be who that's, I am now yes that is such and, and, that's such and a that was about prominent thing 11 years ago yeah that was 11 years ago Oh, I and, love that um, you have that experience. That's so, and thank you for, you know, sharing that because it's so difficult to, di- to, to dig this stigma root out mm-hmm. of the, out of the ground yeah. that has been, cause it's like, oh, well, why would they give that? You know what I mean? Like that 12 steps is only for people that are like POSs and addicts and thieves and alcoholics right, and things right. like that. And it's like, no, like they were just given to those people because they were desperate enough to admit that they needed help outside of themselves. Like mm-hmm. the rest of us, we struggle with that. We're egoic and we want to figure mm-hmm. it out ourselves. And we think we have all the answers. And, you know, so we don't necessarily like, we, we struggle to even go to a therapist for a regular, mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Um, you know, it's, it's when the pain gets so great that you are forced to change. Um, and the, the point is, is to release that stigma and allow people to see that, you know, we want to prevent the future generations. Cause I've been shown how the 12 will prevent all of the children that have parents of addiction that have, you know, been abandoned that are being raised by their grandparents and Mm -hmm. foster and things like that, that working the 12 would prevent them from ever walking that same path and understanding that it's not that they're not loved. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, because I, if I had the 12, when my dad passed away, I wouldn't have the mm. self-destruction would not have been the, what it is. You know what I mean? It wouldn't have been. Yeah. And by the way, I just, let me say, I, I so much compassion for that. My father died before I was born. So it's a little different kind of a dynamic, but such yeah. a huge thing for a kid to go through that, that was so hard. And so I'm really sorry that you had that loss, but I know it's all part of our journey and we all yes. get where we're going, yes. but, um, and, and just, you know, to put it out there, because I know, uh, like the classic 12 steps doesn't work for everybody. And I don't think either one of us are saying it's the only way, but it no, is a way it is and a- can help a lot of people. Yes. And Karen's actually the one that, cause, um, I have as the nonprofit I've set up, it's 12 step remedy for all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but Karen came up with the 12 steps of spiritual alchemy and it just flowed so perfectly. And I was like, Oh, yeah, I love that. I really um, love that, 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 that helps. I think it helps break that barrier of the yes. stigma. Yeah. Cause, well, I was shown that there's spiritual alchemy a few months ago, but I never put the title like mm-hmm. that fluidly together until she did last night. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other, the last thing I'll say about them is the communities that are built around the 12 steps um, is like all of them that I've been involved with. They are the example of the community that we're trying to build. The one mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. can be honest with each other and say, oh man, I'm an ego today. And, you know, and, and come back and apologize in that unconditional love, even in uh Dr. Richard R. Hawkins book, um, he talks about the frequency of the 12 steps or those mm-hmm. communities and they're at a 540 Hertz of unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And I've been shown that if we make them a proactive measure and make them available to the mass of society, that they'll actually reach the Hertz of 700. Mm-hmm. So that's like the big Hertz. Like I think the jumps go from like 400 to 540 
to 700, then to a thousand for enlightenment, which is Christ and Buddha and Mm -hmm, all of those. mm -hmm. So, um, so it's definitely growing. And then the 12 coincides with everything, sacred geometry. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. it's, it's the best kept There's also 12 muses, by the way, which I find interesting because of the 12 libraries. (laughs) I'm so excited. Yeah. Cause I didn't know that. So now I get to, I have this big long list. I don't know where it's at, but it was sitting here last night, but it's like 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. And I'm like, yes. So I can add that to it. So thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Marie. This has been such a wonderful conversation. And uh, listeners, please be sure to uh, let her know how much you enjoyed this and follow her everywhere. And we will talk to you next time. I'm sure you'll be on again, Marie. Maybe I'll get to come on and talk to you and Shannon. Yes, please. That's what (laughs) we would love to. So yes, we will plan that out. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Introducing a new collaborative podcast, Meow Podcast, M-E-O-W-W, that's Muse, Elf, Oracle, Witch, and Wizard, a panel discussion on YouTube amongst people of different disciplines talking all things woo to help you along your personal ascension, expansion, spiritual journey. It's not a vibe, it's a frequency. Check out Meow Podcast on YouTube and you can get us at themeowpod at gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest on the pod, please give us an email. Otherwise, go check us out today on Meow Podcast. It's nothing but fun and a frequency of love. did I say it? I told you that this entire two-part conversation was fantastic. Thank you for coming back and listening. Please be sure to follow Marie. uh, Let her know that you enjoyed this episode. And uh, for you, Marie, thank you so much for coming on. I know that you kind of keep it on the down low about uh, K-Love and Christian because sometimes the Luke community is a little uncomfortable with that or has trauma surrounding it, but from my perspective, God is source, is universe, is love, is everything. So in that vein, I recorded a special song for you and hopefully it will be meaningful for you. And anyone who doesn't like the capital G word, This song could apply to so many things. The way you feel about yourself, the kind of love you feel with a child or a parent or a partner or a friend, or with the universe at large. So don't limit yourself by avoiding something that you've decided isn't for you because you might be surprised sometimes by the beauty you find there. Much love, everybody.
taking all I have And now I'm laying it at your feet You have every failure, God You have every victory Mm-hmm.